It's almost Super Bowl Sunday, and Donna Kelsey um, was playing coy on TV. Um, welcome back to the show, The Adventures of Bradley and Don. She did an interview on the Today Show yesterday, and they were asking her where exactly she'd be sitting in the private luxury suite mm. uh, that she will be attending at the Super Bowl at Allegiant Stadium I'm sure in Vegas. Pick of suites, no. I mean, surely you would think that one of the most important players on the team, Travis Kelsey, would be able to have his family well, there. Well, she's the mom of the moment. Yeah. NFL now, mom of the moment, anyway. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Hoda suggested that she ought to sit next to Taylor Swift for good luck. Um, Not a bad idea. Uh, now, she kind of, now Donna kind of made things weird a little bit. Um, she says that the suites are actually really expensive and that as far as she knows, she'll be in the bleachers cheering Travis on around just normal everyday people. Now, was she joking or what? Well, the today crew, they weren't buying it. They were like, "Mm, okay. Yeah. I kind of feel like that's, that's a no brainer. Yeah. Um, it's like, of course you're going to be in there. And she's like, I don't know if I'm going to be sitting in a box. I'm not sure. And they're like, come on now. I guess they were really wanting to know, are you going to be sitting next to Taylor? Because everybody's mining questions about like, hey, what, what's, where's Taylor? Is she going to be coming in? Is she going to make it? What do you know? Well, she always sits in a box. Why would this be any different? Well, it's the Super Bowl. And tickets are super expensive. So but again, they're at somebody's a- in that box. It's not like, you know, like... Mama Kelsey, they're like, well, I don't know, honey. You, I don't think we can fit you in this box. Yeah, I mean. She's I, got the ticket to the thing. She can walk up to the box. It'll be fine. Mama yeah. Kelsey's good. She'll There's... just have her kind bars and her you know, cereal and her makeup products, all the th- stuff that she's advertising. I'm sure all those companies have boxes. She's got, yeah, she's got a Mary Kay set. She was just being humble. Because yeah. she is a woman of the people, she right? She is. Mama yeah. Kelsey. She is, um, but it was just a, kind of a funny moment there. Oh, of course. She's like, I don't know if I'm going to be sitting being cute. in that box. Um, but I hope to God, because there are so many corporate sponsors and things like that, surely. But then when you think about it, the team has a lot of people on it, and they're going to have to make a cutoff at some point because not every player is going to get box seats. You know, not every player is going to be able to do, they're not going to be able to do that for everybody. So there will be discussions. Yeah. And let's not forget, they actually played against each other last year. Her son and both of her sons played against each other. If I'm not mistaken, I'm looking for it. I think she was in the crowd. I just in the regular crowd. I think this is Mm -hmm. a 100% on, this is a Taylor Swift situation. Like the only reason she would be in a box for this game is because of the relationship. Well, that makes sense. Yes. Because prior to Taylor Swift, I mean, again, people, sports fans don't email, even though they're Mm -hmm. probably not emailing because they are not not listening listening to us. I was just trying to be polite. (laughs) Um, Before this year, Mama Kelsey, although amazing in her own right, was not as well known or as visible to the general audience as she will be this weekend, which belies the importance of sticking her in a a very visible spot that the cameras can get to. Yeah, and just to protect Taylor, I guess she has to be in a box. 
Because if not, people would be mobbing her. Well, yeah, Taylor's going to be in a box for sure. Yeah. But it would be kind of weird if she was in a box and Donna Kelsey wasn't. You yeah. Know? What oh, is she yeah. going to be up there just with, you know, the guy from or she might Ultra? start down there and be like, oh, I'm just a lady of the people just doing my <laughs> Donna Kelsey thing. And then she goes up to say <laughs> hi to Taylor and then they fist bump and, you know, wear their special jewelry together. Yes. Yes. What were you going to say, Mike? Nothing. I'm just oh. looking here. I'm trying to find the picture. Yeah, here we go. I finally found it. Yes, she last year was sitting in the normal crowd. Uh, watching the normal, normal crowd. crowd. Sorry. Yeah, sitting with, because actually at one point she was sitting next to DeMar Hamlin, who uh, was making oh, his comeback. Right. But she was sitting in the Super Bowl with the, the you know, the, normal, regular the, seats. the regular seats there and not in those box seats. And one of the big reasons why, like you said, I know she's a... The, the mother of one of the players, but they of just two of them, two of the <laughs> oh, last year she was, yeah. yeah. So, and she still didn't even get a box. So, again, yeah, this does all the, come all the way down to the Taylor Swift. I agree with you, she's definitely going to be in a box this year, but to your point, Don, she wasn't even last year, and both of her sons were playing in the game, yeah. I would imagine it's more like security out of anything, yeah, sure, because she would be a you know, it'd be a risk to have her just floating around yeah, down there. I just feel like surfing. people are going to be weird or yes. up in business. I mean, and, and look, in a normal world, I don't think that's necessary. It'd be nice if everybody could just be among the people. Mm-hmm. But have you met the world we live in? Yeah. It's a very interesting place. Now, were the seats closer to the field, hopefully? They, were they good seats, Mike? Or that can I'm looking you at tell? here, it doesn't really, I can't really tell from this yeah. uh, picture I'm looking at here. I don't think, I think they kind of were right up against where the uh, the luxury suites were. Yeah. So I don't know. Or they were maybe up in the second level. I mean, they're expensive. The cheapest ticket, if you just want to get in the yeah. door, is $9,000. That's insane. Yeah. So, I mean, they're, they're insane. not cheap. Insane! Do you know to get into the... <sighs> okay, so this is in Vegas, right? Yep. I think if I remember correctly, to get in to see you 2 at the Sphere yeah. Super Bowl weekend... Yeah. It's going to cost you $7,000. Okay. Okay. Because I looked uh, for last weekend when I was out there, and yeah, the cheapest ticket was 700 So it was oh, 700 no. last weekend. I think the reason it was so much is primarily because it's Super Bowl weekend, oh, yeah, but and a lot the, of all yeah. of the, you know, everybody's going to be out there. So it's just insane to me. I imagine everywhere in Vegas, like if you were just like casually planning, un- inadvertently planning a trip to Vegas this weekend. Oh! Yeah. Yeah, that's, you're going to be I mean, real busy. It's, it's going to be real crowded. Expansive. I would Everybody's going to be raising Bowl. their prices. I, when I worked for Gatorade, I got to go to the Super Bowl once in the year 2000. What was that like? <laughs> it was very crowded. It was, um, I was in the nosebleeds. Like, there wasn't a seat. It was literally the back wall. So, we but were still, working this. Oh yeah, cool, huh? definitely. Our bosses were down front, like yeah. you know, with the like CEO of Gatorade and stuff, and they were so drunk that they passed out. Oh God! And uh, Kid Rock was sitting next to them and took a picture with them passed out. Oh, which is one of my favorite pictures that I. Have. Oh my God! I <laughs> they bet. let us down there to Did say you meet hi. The famous people. Just Kid Rock taking a picture with and some with your boss. Yeah, with my boss. But other than that, it was fun. Um, I was working the whole time, though, because we were there to work the game. And we didn't know if we were going to get to go, and they surprised us. Oh, that's awesome. But, um, yeah, it was good because our... The um the the company that I was working for was based in St. Louis and it was the Rams, the St. Louis Rams in the Super Bowl against the mm. Titans. And the Rams won. 
So it was good. Kudos to the hometown team. Hey, when we come back, will Prince Harry and the King reconcile following his cancer diagnosis? We don't know. And we talked about this a little bit earlier in the week, but Don, we haven't had a chance to talk about it with you here. So we're going to do that when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Hey, my talkers, it's Don McLean here for David and his team at First Equity Mortgage. When I moved to Minnesota, I went into his office knowing nothing about buying a home, and I did not know anything. When I say I didn't know anything, I didn't know anything. By the time I left, I was confident it was possible, and I could start looking the very next day. He got my ducks in a row, told me everything I needed to know. Now, first-time home buyers don't go anywhere else, trust me. And those thinking about refinancing, my my partner did that two years ago. He was amazed that David beat his bank's rate, and David was in communication with him the whole time. Customers Paul and Kinley said about Peter, one of David's loan officers, will be back when it's time to upgrade, and they gave him an 11 out of 10 rating. So do what dozens of my talkers have done. Call David and his team at First Equity, 763-251-8000, or my talk keyword David. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sometimes family relationships aren't the best. You have ups, you have downs, and that's what's happening with the royal family. Thank you for joining us. If you miss any of the show, you can go back and listen in our podcast. Uh, what's going on, do we think, with Prince Harry? Is he going to England to see his dad? He did, actually. Uh, and this is what I wanted to check in with you about because we haven't had a chance to talk uh, about something that I think this show loves to talk about, and that's... Prince Harry, the King, Harry and Meghan, Prince William, royal stuff, you know? And specifically, following the King's announcement that he has cancer, there's all this conversation about Harry going back to see him. He actually flew in for a quick meeting following his dad's first cancer treatment and then flew back immediately to the United States. And so people have begun to ask, like, is is this a reconciliation? Are they going to be on the mend? Are they going to see each other more? Is he going to bring, you know, there was a rumor that he's going to bring the kids, but uh, no word on Megan. So I don't know if you have just a general reaction or thought about whether or not you think his cancer diagnosis will lead to these two mending fences. Well, it is a good sign that he went there. I think that's, you know, despite everything, I think, you need to be there for your family unless there was some type of criminal activity and they did you really, really wrong. You know, if it's something that can be repaired and you're still on terms, talking terms, I think it's important to be there. 
for somebody, especially, you know, we don't know the nature of the diagnosis. If it's if it's a routine, you know, treatment that isn't serious or if it's a more serious, we don't know anything about it, of course. About the cancer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The specifics yeah. about the cancer, we don't know for sure. And they won't tell us until they have to, I'm sure. Us, yeah. meaning England, <laughs> they won't tell. The royal. Yeah. Royal family. Yes. Yeah. I, I think it's possible that we're going to know more. It seems like right now they're trying to hold back. And uh, and maybe part of that is because they don't know fully how this is going to go. I will say the prime minister at one point alluded to the fact that they caught whatever cancer it was in the early stage. That would indicate because, of course, the prime minister would have to know this, that uh, it, it's not an unknown quantity. They know what's going on. They're just not willing to share it right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it's because, you know, whatever it's. Nobody's business. But the other thing I will say is that King Charles has this history of working with royal charities that uh, do work around cancer. And one of the reasons he was very apparently, again, if you believe the headlines so forthcoming about the cancer diagnosis was because he does a lot of work with cancer charities and he wanted people to feel like they could identify with somebody who Mm -hmm. who um, has cancer. Right. Like if you have dealt with cancer in your own life, knowing the king is dealing with it. Right. That that sort of transparency i don't know ingratiates people to your you know the work that you've been doing on their behalf also people that would be um you know just to talk about that you know men of a certain age sometimes are afraid to go to the doctor at all oh sure and so just yeah. to even talk about going through you know going to the doctor and getting checked out is important so that that's a good thing um i'm i'm wondering if because uh, they can they can give us the story any way they want i'm wondering if kate's situation was i it could definitely be true but were, was there more talk about that as a distraction you know of her situation both i think both things are true but maybe they led with that because people would be talking more about that instead with what with with Kate's surgery Mm. and there would be more attention placed on that and the speculation and what is it and why is she in the hospital so long I've actually it's it's interesting that you raise that because I've actually heard the opposite that the reason that we got the king's cancer diagnosis was because what actually was happening with Kate was far more serious no and that came from and I think again we talked about this the day that you were gone there were these Spanish tabloid stories that a listener pointed out that uh, Kate actually had to be induced or put into a coma, right, Mike? Yeah, and I think it was actually the prostate situation is what we were talking about, that, oh, it's probably a reason why we're talking so much about the King's prostate is because yeah. this could be a much se- more serious situation with Kate. I think the cancer then that they so, well, found that as a result of it, yeah. that developed after that was the Got fact. it, got yeah. it. So it was like they were being, you know, they were talking about the king and his prostate because we we had this whole thing like, why were they talking so much about the king's <laughs> prostate? I mean, I know it's important for men's health, but like you've never, Jamie even said to me, he's like, I've never heard so much about the king's prostate. And a listener had suggested, hey, look at these Spanish tabloid stories because they're suggesting that the real story is that Kate's condition was so bad that she actually had to be induced and put into a coma. Mm-hmm. And this all came from a, I, I said Spanish tabloid, but it was really a Spanish journalist who then mm-hmm. doubled down and said, because the palace was like, that's ludicrous. Yeah. And uh, um, th- th- they said that this is ludicrous. And then the journalist doubled down and said, well, they're only saying it's ludicrous because I, I got the truth. 
Oh, right. Yeah. So, I think that I think I talked to her as well, that same listener, because when I was at home, I was talking to her about the fact that there was an ambulance sent, maybe. It was a Spanish newspaper that also said that Yeah, it's a Spanish an journalist am- who's mm-hmm. the one who said that she was taken uh and in, in an fact ambulance. it was post operative, Mike, right? I think that's what Yeah, I believe so. Yep. Uh so she was fine going yeah. in. It was a post op situation. And then it was yep. a post operative situation where she then had to be induced into a coma. Correct. Again, these are all rumors and innuendo sure. speculation. I don't know. Yeah. But then the theory would be that that was so dangerous that they were like, Well, hey, the king's getting a prostate exam. Ah, okay. And then yeah. that of course turned out to be more than just the prostate and we don't know what it is. Anyway, back to the whole idea of the reconciliation. So not only do you have the potential, because I would imagine, I know these people aren't like you and me, but like uh, that's all I can operate under because I don't have any other experience. If I had a troubled relationship with a parent and they had a cancer diagnosis, that would probably begin a line of communication that hadn't existed before. So I don't yes. think that's beyond the realm of possibility, oh, right? Right. You might start to think the opposite. No. Or not I... the opposite. You might start to think differently. Sure. Yeah, because you don't know in what the chances are of them maybe, you know, how serious it could be. You never know how much time you have with people. Yeah. And so I wouldn't want to have my parent leave this earth knowing that I could have had a conversation with them that not necessarily would patch everything up, but would let them know how much I loved and cared about them. Oh, for you know? sure. I think those things should be said in the end, like despite our differences, you know, I still love and care about you. That kind of a thing. What do you think about William and, and, uh, that's a different story. (laughs) I also saw that like, which who knows if this is true, but Harry had no, you know, William had no intention of meeting with Harry while he was there. Yeah. You know, which I, I think that there's still, as Taylor Swift would say, bad blood. Over that, I think that yeah. William is probably a lot more upset with Harry than than his dad. Or is. at least I would even argue less concerned. Mm. Like Harry is not his concern right now. Yeah. Like his concern is his relationship with like England because yeah. it's about to get. I'm not saying whether that's right or wrong. I'm just saying I think he's looking ahead and seeing, uh, well, I might be on this throne quick before I expected to be on this throne. Right. You know what I'm saying? Young king, yeah. And not meaning it's going to happen anytime soon. No, but but still, sooner than perhaps he first thought. Yeah, the next 20 years would still make him a young king. Yeah, absolutely. All right, good points all around. When we come back, Dawn, you... We're going to get kind of... You got some thoughts about Brittany and Ben. Who's the Ben? She'll tell us. No. We come, may he rest in peace. We'll be right back. Everything entertainment. Hey, my talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Dakota Dental. Dakota Dental is a great place to bring you and your whole family for regular dental checkups. In fact, I've been going there for the last few years. Uh, great all-around dentist, whether it's as regular checkups or if you've got other procedures you've been putting off. For example, maybe you need a crown. I have a friend who had a crown recently, and those can, you know, take a lot of time to get done. It's a multi-step process. But if you're going to do it, do it with one of the best dentists in the Twin Cities. 
That's what I've been doing at Dakota Dental. They've got plenty of appointments that are available at a time that works with your schedule. And uh, if it's other procedures like dental implants, you name it, they can help. All you have to do is make that appointment. Get it on the calendar, especially at the first of the year. It's a great time to get them on the calendar because you've got that New Year's worth of benefits. Do it at the best. Dakota Dental. Don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Welcome back to the show. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Uh, Britney Spears, we like to look at her Instagram just to see what kind of mood she's in. She might be, you know, mad at her sister one day. The next day she's posting a picture of her and Jamie Lynn saying, oh my gosh, remember I laughed so hard at this picture. And, you know, that happened the other day where she tagged Jamie Lynn Spears. And I'm like, are they talking again? What's going on? Well, but then everybody was like, but she cut her mom out. (laughs) And it's like, or maybe she just, I don't know, she spilled a Coke on her mom's face or something. Or some Coke. Who knows? What? So, <laughs> oh, you mean on the picture? I was yes. like, what? Yes. Oh, also, really quickly before we go on, can I just correct the record? I just feel like correction corner is important. I killed Ben Stein. Again. I know. So before I we went to break. really bad. I've got, I've got the clip. Here you go. <laughs> about Brittany and Ben. Who's the Ben? She'll ben tell Stein. Us. No. We come, mm, may he rest in peace. <laughs> They're shaming he's, me for saying Ben Stein. He's still He's what? alive. What? Shaming me for Nobody saying Ben Stein. You're like, for, mm, he rest, may in, he rest peace. in peace. 79 years ago. <laughs> he's still young. alive. You've done this before. Why do you want I don't ben, know why I think why he do you died. Want to mourn ben Stein. You've never done that before with a celebrity where you All the time. Okay, so then why are you on my case? <laughs> I don't know. Lady. Because it's been this specific guy three <laughs> okay, times. Okay, fine. Maybe it's personal. <laughs> Bradley. Bradley. I've, I've never liked him. Oh, man. No, okay. I am. Um, I'm sorry. I just want. I thought Mike was dying laughing. I thought after he was we laughing at break. me because he was really dead. And I'm like, I can't say anything right. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that is not true, honey. Okay. Uh, anyway, I wanted to correct the record. Yeah. Ben Stein is alive. <laughs> Ben Affleck is alive as well. Britney Spears put up a picture the yesterday that was a black and white picture of her with singer Diane Warren and Ben Affleck. He has a goatee and he looks real smarmy. I'd just like to say that. She says, cool pic of me and Ben Affleck and Diane Warren years ago. Crying, laughing emojis. 
He's such an amazing actor. Did I fail to mention I made out with Ben that night? I honestly forgot. Damn, that's crazy. Wish I could tell you guys the story that happened before that. Oh, dear. I'm just being a gossip girl. Um, That's funny because she didn't write that in her book. I actually forgot. And then she's winking and then three crying, laughing emojis. Um, And people, of course, they're like, I know what day that was. It was uh, June or July 6th. It looks like either way she was 17 and a half. If you do the math, it was her Hit Me Baby One More Time uh, release party for her album. And she was 17 and a half. Ben Affleck, 30. Hmm. Seems a little weird. Seems very Leo DiCaprio, if you ask me. Seems gross. I looked up because I had, uh, because I started snooping and I sometimes go down a rabbit hole. I looked up. Sometimes. 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 I'm like, who was he dating? So I looked up the timelines and I'm like, Gwyneth Paltrow off and on. Then I'm like, Summer of 1999, what movies were out? So then I started looking up many red carpet pictures of oh other God, premieres. Deep. What what about this story got you? Were you like, I have to go dig I it? wanted to see, well, first of all, we know I he his birthday is December 2nd, so he was 30. Okay. Um, so I'm like, okay, just that alone is gross. Yeah. Second of all, I wanted to know if he was cheating on anyone. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to know if I could find a movie premiere like, okay, American Pie came out, The Spy Who Shagged Me, um, The Mummy. And so I started looking through other red carpets to see if he was at any of these premieres with another celebrity on his arm. And? He wasn't. He was alone. Why do you think she took the post down? Because people said, hey, Brittany, he was 30. You probably shouldn't post that. Someone told his publicist, and they said to her, to Cade Hudson, tell her please to take that down because it makes him look bad. And that's why she took it down. So that's why she's like, oh, I didn't even think about that. Sorry. That's why she took it down because someone told her to. Huh. That's fascinating. I, yeah, I, with Brittany, I kind of never know because she's. random when it comes to what she posts but you know here's here's what i have a problem with also shame on tmz for saying in this article um that you know it britney spilled her guts in her memoir last year on everything from an abortion she says she had to alleged infidelity and lots of other stuff about justin timberlake if this did go are you down. reading TMZ? Yes. Wouldn't she have put it in the book? Yeah. So what TMZ is saying is like, why wouldn't she have said this in her book? But to compare having an unplanned pregnancy yeah. and unfortunately uh, an abortion and making out with Ben Affleck, I those are two very, very different things. I take your point. I also don't think I would ever forget making out with, with him. But again, it's Brittany. I am not surprised that perhaps she forgot a moment of her life. Yeah, and it's just making out. It's not having a traumatic experience. So no, I don't want them two... to compare those. Yeah. You know, that's not right we'll... for them to say that. We also got to talk to TMZ about their math ability. Oh, yeah. He was born in 72. Yeah. So in 1999, he wouldn't be 30. 
He was what, 27? 27. Oh, okay. She was 17. He was 26 or 27. Well, math is not TMZ's strong suit. (laughs) Let's be clear. Also, telling the truth, not always their strong suit. Yeah. Either way, she's underage. Yeah, for sure. He's way over. I can't imagine. That would be gross. I just would be like, ooh, yuck. But, you know, she's surrounded by creepy people her whole life. So, what do you think about Ben Affleck? Um, I think Ben Affleck has always been on uh, the losing side of uh, celebrity gossip stories. Would you call him a loser? Do you think that he sits at home with a nasty cat blanket <laughs> diddling on his computer? Yes. I, I, like, I don't know where you're going with this, I've Dawn, but now I see where you're going. That. You're going to I've the first segment of our show <laughs> this hour. No, last hour. Which hour? There's so many of them. There's three. This was the second hour. So one o'clock hour, we talked about the mayor of Minneapolis, who, by the way, <laughs> just said anyone who works at home is a loser who diddles on their laptop <laughs> sitting on their cat blanket all day. So is that what you're calling Ben Affleck, Don? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's he's a he's a loser. Yeah. He's a cat. Pervert. I don't think Ben Affleck's going to talk about this story, no. Don. No. Yeah. I don't think he is either. But do you think anyone's going to question him about it? No. No no reporter is going to have the no guts to well, say, "Hey, maybe, but I like if if that report First of all, reporters asking celebrities real questions, if they're reporters who want to continue to have access to celebrities, they're not doing that. If it's an actual reporter, sure, maybe they'll like if they're doing a piece sit down and ask him that question, but I don't think any TMZ Maybe the paparazzi would, yeah. but I don't think like any tabloid that wants to have access to Ben and Jen is going to ask uncomfortable questions. Yeah. Sadly. Yeah. This is, uh, it's going to take a bold paparazzi, paparazzo, to yell it out as he's going to get his donkeys. Hey, did you know Britney Spears was underage when you made out with her? And then he'll just like... Have well, first of all, you would have to admit face. that that actually happened. Yeah, because I'm I that would be my question. Like, hey, do you remember this story? I'd be curious to see what he said. I mean, he would probably deny it. I wonder yeah. if J Lo is yelling at him today. Hmm. Maybe chasing him around with a broom in the house. That's what's do you happening. Think she knows where the broom is. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't think Jennifer Lopez uses a broom very often. My aunt used to chase around my cousins with a broom. Oh, that's sad. Why? Well, she was about five feet tall and they were all like six, four and above. Oh, okay. She had three. She has three boys and they were, you know, rowdy teenagers. And she would they had like a, a round thing that you could just run around like their house. So they'd be chased. Or yeah, chased, she would chase them around them. if they, you know. Didn't well, maybe Jennifer Lopez will be doing that. I don't know. I can just see her doing that in that green dress that she wore. Yeah, I don't see it. She looks beautiful doing it. Running around with a broom? Yeah, in my mind. She looks very glamorous. Well, maybe she'll be in Wicked. She's in trouble. she could run around with a broom. Oh, my gosh. That would be great. All right. When we come back here on The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, we have a game for you to play, dear listeners. And the game you're going to play is listening to Dawn and I play an actual game that Mike will determine for us when he spins his game show roulette wheel. Upon our return, right here on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the show, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Don't forget to download Blinded by the Item. It's our show within the show, our podcast about blind items, juicy bits of gossip with the names left out. Today's episode was really interesting. We had some breaking news about uh, one of our sources, anti-lawyer. 
shocking news about his identity. So check that out, if anything. Okay, let's play a game. Time now to play along. It's Game Show Roulette. Here's your host, Mike Ganger. Time game show roulette. We spin the roulette wheel filled with game shows, and we find out what we're going to play today. Uh, I'm not going to spin the wheel today because we've got a special version of game show roulette today. What is it? Oh, what is that? What is that? First off, the spin, the wheel spin is still going. I was like, going? "What is that?" I heard too maybe many some happening. Super Bowl music. Too many things are happening at once. Please stop. Okay, let's go back. Oh, boy. We're doing a little Super Bowl talk. Of course, we have a Super Bowl coming up here. So we're going to have a game all around the Superb Owl, the big game, <laughs> whatever you Super are legally Bowl. able to say. Super Bowl. Let's play. Super Bowl. I've got a survey. Super, yeah, however you want to go with it. Sure. Super Bowl, yeah. Supper Bowl. Supper Bowl, yeah, whatever. Uh, it Supper is set. Bowl. That'd be fun. Supper Bowl is set. Uh, Super Bowl 58 is set. Of course, we know who's in. We know what's going to be happening. It's happening on Sunday. Uh, I've got a survey of a bunch of uh, individuals from uh, this country, and it uh, asked a whole bunch of questions about the Super Bowl. We're just going to go back and forth. This is akin to like uh, the match or the. Um, over-under type game that we play, you know, card sharks, if you will. I'm going to ask you a question. You can give me a percentage or maybe a length of time, depending on what the question asks, and your opponent will get to go either higher or lower, okay? You got it. Very simple. Let's get it started here. I'm flipping a coin. Call it in the air, Bradley. Tails. It is still flipping, and it is tails. You're going to get to either go first or second. It's up to you. I would like to go second. You're going to go second. Okay, so again, this is a survey of people chatting about the big game. Your first question is this, Don. This percentage of people that plan to watch the Super Bowl, so these are of people that plan to watch the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. what percentage of them have no idea who is going to be playing in the game until kickoff? Oh, gosh. So literally, they don't know who's in the game until they see them pop up on the screen. Just this year in particular? This year in particular. Okay. This is how a survey about, about this year. Mm, I would say, how about, oh, gosh. Uh, 19%. 19% of people you think have no idea who's playing in the Super Bowl until the game kicks off. Bradley, higher or lower than that? I'm just going to take the odds, Bob, because I have no idea uh, who's playing other than Kansas City. Okay. Uh, so I'm just going to take the odds uh, higher. Is it higher 19. than 19%? Oops, wow, the thing is still going on. Hold it's on. Like, Super Bowl's still playing. Time. They really, really, really got a long uh, a long bed here on this one. So uh, let me uh, fix that, and then let me do this. No. Whoa. It was lower than Less 19%. Than. God. Nine. Wow. Okay, well, that's encouraging. 9% that's of people really... say they have no idea who's playing in the big game until it starts. Okay, well, they're lying, because I feel like it's more than nine don't actually know. Did they ask a follow-up? I feel like they know, and you are underestimating sports fans. Fine. <laughs> Fine. I know. I'm outnumbered. It's okay. All right. Well, you have an Who opportunity. The, the San Francisco the 49ers. 49ers. Who's the 49ers? Do you know what four plus nine is? 13. Taylor Swift. Taylor's favorite number. Oh, my God. All right. Let's go to question like she planned it. <laughs> oh, no. Don't start that talk. Super Bowl scripted, just like all of the NFL. Of course it is. It's uh, like wrestling. <laughs> Right. The average viewer, Bradley, this is your turn to answer. Okay. The All average right. viewer, when they're watching the big game, the average viewer will only be watching this many minutes of the game itself. 
Oh, God. Well, see, I'm going to totally it, underestimate everything. Keep so, in mind, there's, yeah, it's like a three and a half, probably hour experience, three to four hours. So what am I giving you You're again? giving me how many minutes you think the average viewer will watch the game itself? Uh, three hours, so two hours would be 120 minutes? Sure. Sure, let's go 120 minutes. 120 two minutes, two-thirds of it. Do you think it's over or under that, Dawn? Under. You think it's under the average viewer of the Super Bowl? Is it under? Wow, good job. Uh, now this you're going to probably believe, Bradley, because the average viewer will watch 29 minutes of the game. Okay, how can 9% not know? <laughs> or, yeah. and They're talking. They're and reading. they're literally watching how many minutes? Uh, n- uh, 29 minutes. 29 minutes. Yeah. On average. Yeah. That's On insane. Average. Kind of is. Yeah, that's really why some people, it. if they're super into the game, don't want to go to parties. Because they actually want to watch the game. Yeah. Absolutely. But this would say most people aren't. <laughs> yeah. I'm but I saying would think they don't want to uh, be in a group of friends. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying I'm surprised that there are not that many well, people who want to watch. Keep in mind, there's, I think, roughly in the biggest playoff games, there are 29 to 30 some million viewers. I think it's getting even higher than that now towards That's these crazy. championship games. But for the Super Bowl, there's going to be over 100 million people. That's insane. So, wow. to, so yeah, obviously the percentage of who actually cares so about the game So there's a lot less lower. interested people Correct. for the Super Bowl versus They're for regular just going to have it on because it. it is the Super Bowl, even though that they makes don't really sense. care. Yeah. All right, speaking of which, uh, Don, this is, well, you're your, killing it. this is your opportunity. you got a 2-0 lead. See if you can add to it. What percentage of Americans can name last year's Super Bowl champions? Now, quickly, before you answer, because I know you can, Don. Bradley, can you? No. Okay. I will, Let me guess. Is it New England Patriots? That's a very good guess, considering they the success lot, they right? used, used to have. But um, it's not. In fact, it's... Remember who was at the game last year? Donna? Kelsey, so the, the Kansas City Chiefs. There you go. Yes. And They've actually won it four of New the York? past five years. Mm. Giants? Four of the past five years they won the Super Bowl. So, Don, I'm asking you, how many people do you think, what percentage do you think can name who won the Super Bowl last year? Oh, a percentage of Americans? Of the people surveyed on this, oh, on the okay. same survey uh, that we were talking about before. Oh, I would say, how about... 68%. 68%. All right, Bradley. Do you think it's over or under 68% of people who can name who won the Super Bowl last year? Well, my gut says lower, but I was wrong before, but I'm still going to stick with lower. Yes, far okay. lower. 33%. <gasps> All right. What? Thirty-three. Only 33% oh God, can like name the who, who won the Super Bowl last year. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, right. I feel like, you know, people have a hard time remembering what happened yesterday. Uh, so, Don, you're going to have an opportunity to start this one. By the way, you still lead 2-1. to one. We go to the next. Uh, what part of the Super Bowl are you most looking forward to? What percentage of people said, out of 100%, of course, what percentage said the commercials are what they're <laughs> most looking forward to? Oh, what percentage of people? Gosh. How, how many people Ooh. out of 100? Or you can just don't even worry about percentage. Out of 100 uh, okay. people, how many people say, said they're most excited about the commercials? Ooh, I would say... 40? 40? Bradley, do you think it's over or under 40? 40% of people watch it just for the just commercials. Just for the commercials. That's what they're most, or I guess I should say most that's what they're most excited about. about. Not just for the commercials, but what they claim they're most excited about. Um, the 40 is probably pretty close, I would imagine. Maybe a little. Is it a little more or a little less? That is I'm the question. I'm going to go with a little. 
because it's a Super Bowl, so it's a bigger audience, a little more. You say a little more? I know that's risky. It's a little less. Oh, okay. And not a little, actually. 22%. Oh, oh wow. 22% okay. say they are most so excited about fans. the commercials. Yeah, and you sports fans, you guys are real committed. Now we move on to music fans. Bradley, you're going to pick this one. Out of uh, these same people surveyed about the big game coming up, what percentage of them say they have never heard an Usher song? Or I think it's more of like, could you name an Usher song or have you heard an Usher song? What percentage out, or out of 100 people, how many said, I have, couldn't even name one Usher song? I think that's probably lower. I'm going to say 27%. 27. Over to you, Don. I will say higher than that. You're going to say higher than mm-hmm. that? It's well lower than that. Oh. 12% of people are like, yeah, I don't even know one Usher song. Oh, I thought it was the opposite. Oh, sorry. Oh, that's okay. okay. I, I misheard it. I thought you meant... Twelve percent of people said they don't They've never heard of an oh, Usher. Oh, I thought, yeah, I yeah. thought the opposite. It's fine. Got it. So we are uh, moving on to the next one here. You're going to start the the option here for uh, this one, Don. Uh, what percentage of people out of a hundred people? How many plan on betting at least one hundred dollars on this game? So out of a hundred oh, people asked, geez. how many are going to be betting at least a hundred dollars? Oh wow. I might be, I'm so bad at knowing what people gamble mm-hmm. because I don't. Oh, so what percentage a, of people? Out of 100 people, yeah. how many are going to bet over $100 on the game? I'll say, well, 35 35 over think, under that, Bradley. I think it's under. You think it's under that? Yeah. Just slightly. 35 is a great oh, guess. 27 guess. people. Say oh. they will out of a hundred will be I'm betting over a hundred dollars. That high. That's a mm-hmm. pretty high number if you think about. You know, it is, yeah. All right, so uh, that means we are on to our seventh. It comes down to this now, as it's it's three three. Oh my god, asking, it's tied, Dawn. Oh are, my gosh, it's you were like the real it. Super Bowl. It is. We might be going okay, to OT. We'll have to find <laughs> out. Uh, Bradley, when asked this group of people who were asked about the big game coming up, how many feel that Taylor Swift becoming a presence in the NFL this season was? Terrible. So Toxic again, masculinity. Uh, out of a hundred people asked about this. Now keep in mind it's this is the same hundred or this is the same group of people that only nine percent knew uh who was in the game when it started. So I wouldn't lean totally into the toxic, uh, toxic masculinity. Yeah, yeah, but, no, yeah. No. Uh, how do you feel about Taylor Swift becoming a presence in the NFL this season? How many said it was terrible out this of hundred? Terrible. I hate Taylor Swift. I don't like that. How many of those people? How many of those people out of 100 were like, that's the worst. She's ruined it. I would say 12%. 12%. They're just real crabby. Don, mm. is it over under 12% people said that she becoming a president at NFL presence at NFL games this year has been terrible? Oh, gosh. I'll say lower. You're going to say lower? The correct answer Fourteen percent. Wow, so close. We were very, very close, but yes, it is going uh, a little bit over on that line. Oh my gosh! Oh, wow. so, I want a sports. There game. we go. We're learning. You did a sports oh my god! Sports game. ball. We're learning about the big game. Uh, thank you, Mike. That You're was welcome. a wonderful special episode of Game Show Roulette. Hey, listeners, when we come back, <laughs> we're not up next. Lori and Julie. Actually, today it's Julia and Brittany. With all the latest, I'm actually going to join them at the top of the hour to talk about none other than the uncovering of NT Lawyer. So stay tuned. We'll be back tomorrow right here at My Talk 1071. This is such a happy time. My Talk 1071.